you know, it's shaped like a fucking star. And then the putting green is inside of that. So it's just concrete that makes a star. And the grass is all in that concrete curbing, grass around it. And the putting green sits in the middle of all of that when it's one giant fucking star. I don't know. I don't really like the Cowboys golf course. It was cool. And the uh, halfway house hot dog or brat oh, that's right. was awesome. You could get it cut up and just put it in a cup or on the fucking... Oh, really? Yeah, you could get it just dry in a cup for all you keto people. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I probably would have liked that because then the bread doesn't just fill you up. I know. Well, sometimes with a beer, you just need a nice bun. No, I totally nice get you. brioche bun. Yeah. The thing was pretty solid. And it comes with, like, it just comes with the fucking round. When you pay, you're yeah. paying for the hot dog as well. Or same like you know, a, there was something else. I kind of like I, a desert canyon. They get that from you guys. Well, yeah, yeah, rounding like, a dog. No more. Where's no more hot dog. No more hot dogs. Have you seen that video of that girl with the like insanely large hot dog in the clamshell? No. Oh, dude. No. It's so, it's so sir. We had hot dogs for lunch and work today. Oh. And this video is just it's gonna be terrible radio, but. That's all right. Most of it is terrible fucking radio. <laughs> Half the shit we say on this is only funny to us because it's going on here. Oh, my God. That is disgusting. That is the biggest. <laughs> that's so gross. That's so, the. So that's gross. The, in the Webster's next to blister dick, that is there. That's that the largest dog. The largest dog. <laughs> I just couldn't like the thought of cutting through that to eat it. It just makes me want to pee. I like hot dogs. No, sir. No, that was that's too much. Too (laughs) much. Those beef salami rolls that you cut slices. Yeah, right. For your Christmas board. Yeah, that's what that is. (laughs) It was so pink. (laughs) Didn't it look extra pink because it was so big? Looks. The fucking curly fries look damn good. Today at the canyon, I had had Des the cook fire off a uh, one of the new items, Philly Friday, both Philly and the Friday, spelt with PH. You know, they oh, did that. Sweet. oh yeah, well, look at that. Yeah, look at that, huh? Um, well, it's on did a state, did Philly, a, Philly Thursday. Yeah, Philly Thursday. <laughs> and Willie <laughs> Wednesday. <laughs> so we have these Philly cheesesteaks. We serve them every day, but it just is the way we do it. It's depending on the day. Are they good Phillies? Solid. I only had half of it, and it was perfect. And my point was, he's like, you want fries with that? I was like, no. And he said, what kind of fries? And I was like, no. I'm like, this is totally going to be enough. I'm like, it's going to be 95 degrees outside in about 10 minutes. I'm not fucking shoving that down there. But so good. Um, We rolled out some treats for a hack attack after we had the hack event there. Uh, We'll probably get into that a little bit when we get with Peter on the on the horn but we rolled out food and it was uh sliders which we're doing a kind of a board i think i've mentioned this and we're going after like the foursome and the eightsome you know mm-hmm. order one big giant thing so you order this thing on this long ass tray out comes you know your different choices and there's four different ones that you can choose from a fish one pulled pork a regular burger and then a swiss a mushroom and swiss so it's like a little mushroom stamp <laughs> right there on your fucking slider bun but the buns buns are key right when it comes to sliders the good ones i always like it when you do a little hawaiian yeah. sweet rolls those yes. are really good or if you get i don't know what this thing is like a brioche roll and it's just butter and yes. it's just crusty enough on the outside but it's not like a fucking crouton mm-hmm. 
so good. Uh, tacos, really good. Um, I forget the flavors of those. Your basics, your shrimp, your carne asada, your uh, pulled pork, or no, no pork, carnitas, and then yes, uh, teriyaki chicken. Super good. But it was just a nice change. A lot of different little looks inside there. It's like, all right, this is kind of a whole nother feeling inside there and i hope it just carries over and gets that whole nother feeling that we've been trying to create on the golf course as well uh sat down with gary brawley talked about the driving range getting redone possibly next year excuse me and with that also the putting green my putting green is roughly 1600 square feet (laughs) it's a monster (laughs) i know it's a monster and we're trying to get this thing to uh 12,000 square feet I think is what it is maybe just yeah 12,000 just a hair under uh take up that whole area uh possibly put lights out there if the restaurant kind of continues to carry well uh we're going to redo the bar out there put a set of stairs down the far corner and then access people that are just hanging out after golf if they want to go down there because we want to almost do like a practice green over Mm -hmm. here and then design it as over maybe a little hump or ridge that does you know separates it then a putting course can happen on the other two-thirds of it because no it's so big that no one's going to make it past the first fucking 20 yards right you know if they're warming up to go play but if you want to go screw around you have this whole other green that possibly will be able to put a little putting course on there so just continuing to try and change the vibe and i think changing with the times of what golf is you know and every every golf cart every you know has got or public places are starting to get the systems where you get the Bluetooth speakers on mm-hmm. there. Like, we got that. And the GPS. Fuck, you can play TV. We just downgraded. You could play TV shows through Bluetooth onto our screen instead of having... <laughs> I know. Who would do that? It, it, I, right. You're I an asshole if you watch TV, White. Right? You know, uh, unless it was like a game. Yeah, like and you needed, Yeah, and you need... Oh, yeah, I guess I'd be out there fucking right now. <laughs> Liverpool's on during the day. Mm-hmm. Chuck that bad boy on while you're playing. All right, see, now now okay. you're mad that we're getting downgraded. Hey. But the other day, up. the system was off. Oh, so we won't have that anymore? No, we won't be able to do that anymore. We're downgrading the system. But what takes out of that is the ads. Ads for whatever you can throw on there, ads. You yeah. know, because no one's buying any of them from us, so... All it is is the possibility to be able to do an ad. Maybe your guy playing, you know, I own a fucking window cleaning company in Fountain Hills. Playing out Desert Canyon, I see that you can throw that on there. Oh, need an attorney? Yeah. DUI? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait a second. You need lessons? Yeah. Go see fucking Anthony. This boy that does the lessons. You know, you need clubs regripped. Hey, maybe there's something... You, have you heard of the jingweeds? I, I could get a good <laughs> deal. Fuck. We'd be light. We'd be so far above 50 listeners if <laughs> fucking I had done that. We had a kid out there today. They definitely would have listened to us. Uh, I'm rolling back with the spray rig back to the shop. On number one, have to kind of wait for a group. You know, was, number one's our car path only, but our driveway and the car path connect to each other. So if there's people parked, they usually just wait and wait and wait. Oh, fuck it, I gotta go around them. I go around them and I see him carrying like a bowling ball in his hand. <laughs> and have you seen I think it's called Tor Striker is one of the little not really gimmicky, but one of the tools that you attach to 
your club and uh-uh. you can make it this better. And then, it, well, this has a fucking ball, like a little beach ball. And you hold it in between your forearms when you're swinging. And it's supposed to keep your arms together and right. keep your swing right, whatever. Keeps your head off of thinking of all the other dog shit you're doing is really what it does. I'm thinking to myself, this fucking kid is playing with one of these things. He's playing 18 holes with it? I have no idea. And it does come with a little lasso to go around your neck so it hangs down so when you're at the range. and Because it, it's supposed to drop out after you finish your swing. Okay. You know, because your forearms do yeah. separate at that. And instead of it dropping on the ground, picking it back up, it's got a little lanyard or a noose. <laughs> Fucking when you stink so bad, you just give it a you yank. You just tie it yeah. to, your, to your club head so you it's hang at a, the top. You hang a 45-pound weight off the back and chuck it over your shoulder. You're like, fuck this game. Just when you're trying to fish your third ball out of the water, yeah. send it. Just put a cement block on the end of it and fucking just boop down to the bottom. Yeah, that's what he needed. No, it was a ball and chain. Like he was, it was wrapped around his ankle, connected to a chain. So his buddies, is probably my guess is his bachelor party. Okay. Or maybe he lost at fantasy fucking football, yeah. but still, he had to drop the ball on the ground and fucking take a swing, and then he picked it back up. That's I tough. saw him on number ten. I know because I'm in the spray rig and I'm trying to get shit done. So I'm like, oh man, I need to go and see if that ball weighs anything. You know, if they're making it a pain in yeah. the balls, it's going to be a heavy ball. So each time <laughs> he green. walks up on the green, boom, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, motherfucker. I was like, I, I don't even have time to go do this. Hopefully, Ranger helps out and sees that and thinks about it. Whatever. I take off to go spray another hole. So by the time I was done and filled up and got done spraying, I was on my way back. And they were heading to number 10. And there was no ball. It was just the little clamp around his ankle. Then I'm running Frankie at the lake, and here they come down 18. And they're now playing as a fivesome. The guy by himself in the back is rolling up as fast as he can up to every, after in each shot and off the tee, so probably four or five times because at this point they they stink to begin with, yeah. and now they're Drop. probably they buckled, stink. right? And er, slamming on the brake, sliding right up against the car. So I'm just watching them. They weren't really loud and obnoxious. They super bad at golf. Uh, but one of them was just like, we're never going to be able to come back at this golf course. And uh, the other one's like, who? All of us? And he's like, well, for sure me. It's underneath my name. <laughs> one of the kids, he's like, ah. He's like, we didn't do anything wrong. He's like, but we weren't the best out there. But they weren't like, fuck that. You know, yeah. like complain about. They were like whatever we'll eat it and one of them says tomorrow's another day on the course and the other one says oh yeah that's right like now they're gonna go live oh, this again <laughs> so i'm sure they were hurting this is at 11 o'clock in the morning oh my gosh like could you imagine going with your buddies Maybe one of the five that I saw, and then there was another group in front of them that I thought was with them. They looked like the same kind of dudes. Um, and all of you stink, like real bad. And you're just like, fuck it, we're going to Arizona, and we're going to we'll play golf. And there's like <laughs> one of nine of Christmas. you that are any good. Yeah. You know, it's like, I would never. Everybody's like, oh, dude, I just want to play Call of Duty, man. <laughs> yeah. Should we just take our computers and play Call of Duty or nah? We play that no, every week. But yeah, I already I bought the ball and chain. But we can sit there. But I already bought the ball and chain, man. We got to fly. <laughs> Did you see the dude 
uh, speaking of fantasy football, that uh, his buddies entered the loser yeah, of the league had to that. enter into the fucking U.S. Open. Yeah, the player qualifier. I think with him was not happy. Oh, I bet it's such a grind. And they're out there legit. Exactly. That I thought it was funny shit because he yeah. shot a hundred and something, didn't he? How did he get in? He faked his handicap. I have no idea. He must have. I don't know. I have no idea. You can't. Just, I can't no. just go to a qualifier. I don't know. Does money talking bullshit walk? I have no idea how that works. I think they. I work up. Handicap. I work outside of the golf shop. So I can make up a handicap and be like, I'm a plus two, and then go out just as a. You know what I mean? How many people do you think working in the golf shops know that? What? The whole rule behind that. What do you mean? How we do have our job. Like we're. I'm trying to answer the question of how this all qualifies. Well, a golfer should know. A golf pro should know. A, right. How many people working in golf shops do you think know the rules of how or how not you can enter into a U.S. Open? I have no idea. 40%? I don't know. 25? I think it's just Unless you're like a qualifier. You see Danny Woodhead? Yes. Did he make it to like the finals for qualifications or something? Uh, Yesterday was to move on into the next, you know, the next round or the next golf course. So, (laughs) shot 71. Yeah, that was Nebraska. Oh, fuck. Here we go. Well, he's from Nebraska. Mm-hmm. He's, it's a, I don't, he was going to move back there, and it looks like he did. Yeah, maybe he just plays fucking, what, Sand Hills and the Prairie Club. Not He'd bad. be real good if you fucking could survive those Dismal. places every day. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Dismal. You'd also need a fucking goddamn minivan, you know, oh, or you conversion, jet. <laughs> conversion van to drive around that state because you're definitely staying at... Oh, you're taking a plane. Honey, I'm headed to... Valentine, you know Valentine. <laughs> the fuck? See you, you in six hours, just to get there. Yep. Fuck. Thinking it about it. But this summer, trying to get there. I'll be close. But aren't they building another golf course in Valentine? That's what I heard. That's what I heard. And, and did then, we talk about how the Muni was designed by? Is it Layman that did that? I don't know. Those are questions for probably Peter. Whoever whoever designed it, I want to say it's Layman. Did the did the Muni for free, and it's supposed to be phenomenal. Really? It might be nine holes. Peter would probably know. But, like, I'm pretty sure the Muni he did for free, and it's, like, unbelievable. A little uh, nine-hole track. We'll, uh... We want to get to this bad boy first? Yeah, while I anyone? contact... Now we, we'll move up, Peter, because we've got questions. But let's move on to what you just bought. Dan bought beers. We did not play golf. I played golf this week. We'll dive into that with Peter. Uh, Dan couldn't make it to golf. Then he had CrossFit this morning, and he's walking around Studio 2 as if maybe CrossFit got him this morning. <laughs> Didn't get me this morning. No. I yes. got a bad knee. Uh-oh. And so That's no bueno yes, for... Well, yeah, it's it's rough. It's been rough for a couple of years, I think. But then it just every couple of months it hurts, and I can't walk. Or great, but I did CrossFit still. Yep. Finished it, but I'm. It's not great. I didn't no, that sleep was, well last night. <laughs> I bet not. Well, you, you taking anything for it? You take so, oxy's, fentanyl, anything? Yes, everything. Uh, perks. Yes. Nice. You crush them, smoke yeah. them, snort them. Yes. Oh, nice main lines. Yes. And nice injections. I got cortisone injections for nice. my knee. <laughs> Stem cell and yes. fentanyl, yes. ketamine. But even, what even weirder? So it's been bothering me. But uh, yesterday. It, when I was at the gym, I heard it like I was just doing like jump into the side, the lateral jump, and it kind of popped. And I was like, mm. oh, shit. It's already been hurting. And I was like, oh, shit. Well, I got done, and then my older brother, he went and saw the knee doctor. He's got a torn meniscus. So now I'm fucking rattled. 
And that'll, that could put me on the shelf. I mean, it's putting him on the shelf for a while. Oh, yeah. I'm uh, not good at being on the shelf. I can imagine you're not very good at being on the shelf. I skipped but, golf. <laughs> but I would say right now is the time to do it. No, I know. no, I'm not. If, if I have to, if it's the same yeah. thing. I'm not saying I have a torn meniscus, but maybe. Yeah, yeah just I mean, a lot done. of people live through it those things for a long time. Six months on the shelf is no bueno. Ooh. If it's like fully torn, apparently. It's just going to be fucking push-ups and pull-ups for days. My arms. I'm, oh, don't yeah. even. Let's not even think about it. It'll be fine. <laughs> a little CBD rub on there. It'll be good. Yeah. Just no, up the, the other, no, the other ones. Season. Yeah, exactly. Get on whatever you can. <laughs> Fuck it. Sauce. Who's yeah. testing you? Get injections. Yeah, injections of fucking <laughs> human take growth. take the pain away. Yeah, so what? <laughs> human growth injections. Get the, Takes uh, my pain away. What is it? Uh, what's the blood fuck plasma injections? Whatever. I'll go to Germany the, and get some no, shit. No, fucking Mexico's right down <laughs> yeah, the street. My old mechanic, um, he needed new teeth. And, I mean, they were real bad. Like Civil War <laughs> Cemetery, fucking bad. Like George Washington. Uh, worse. I mean, it was well. Similar, they look like a Civil War cemetery. You haven't, you ever been around one? <laughs> no. Nope. Oh no. I've n- oh, I revolutionary cemeteries. They were all over Massachusetts. So I mean, I've it's just it's Coast. just knocked over, fucking black. The only time I think I've ever been on that side is a spring break trip when I was in college. We went to Mississippi and Louisiana, and then just going through Bangor, Maine, on the way overseas uh, or, or through Atlanta, but like only in the airport. Oh, fuck. Bangor, Maine's fucking pretty cool. All that whole area up in that north. Oh, it was just there. It was the airport. But when I was deployed, it was crazy. Every time. 03, when we came back, uh, they everybody's there. Like uh, All the locals are there, yeah. like, cheering. Uh, cell phones are handing your cell phone. Hey, call your wife. Call your girlfriend. Like, yeah, it's it was every and it was every time. 04, when we, I, you get to take two-week leave. The first deployment, no. Second deployment, they would give a two-week leave in the middle of it. So you get to come back. They're there. Coming back from deployment, they're there. Oh, wow. And even in 08, they were there. Shit. Yeah. Cool Every spot time. then. Yeah. And, 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 I mean, that was just us. So every flight, they're there to welcome the soldiers and, like, here, take my cell phone, call your loved one, tell them you're home. It was it's pretty pretty sick. That's pretty fucking sweet. Yeah. Shout out to them Mainers, eh? Yeah, shout out to Mainers. Yeah, I went to Ireland once. Oh. That was on the way home. We we can't drink overseas, and they're like, "All right, you can have a beer." And then it was like, "Fucking just one." Guinness. Huh? How many of those? How many is that? It's Guinness. just one, sir. It's hitting the Guinness. Yeah. On the way. So if you had more than one, nope, still my first one. <laughs> on You're on like fucking nine. Oh yeah, dude. On the way home, um, my second deployment. It was kind of weird because I had been when I was in the reserves. You could only be deployed. For so long with a certain amount, like two years within a certain amount of time. And since yep. I was overseas for a year, came home for a couple months, six months, and then I went back. I got to come home earlier than the rest of my unit with my buddies. But anyway, that's, they, uh, it was, this is so fucking weird. They just like chucked us on a thing, a C-130 from. Which is what? One of the like smaller troop carriers. Okay. You fit a Humvee, couple Humvees in there. Chuck us on one of those. To to uh, uh, Baghdad, and then we're like we're going home. And they're like okay, so they chuck us on a C one thirty, which is the big dog, but still like a cargo plane. Right. They send us to Germany. So is every one of your? I'm, I don't want to get too far on that. Any one of your regular trips to see your family, you know, you, whatever you're on one of these commercial flights, is it like ah, 
this is great and the whole world says this is awful because you've no, ridden on those no, things. It's awful. Are those cool? Oh those? no, 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 you're sitting in a cargo net. It's <laughs> fucking horrible. Yeah, but can you ride in like a hammock? No. I mean uh, you're buckled. Every time in. I was on a C one thirty, it was shoulder to shoulder on a cargo net with your gear on your lap. And that could be for two and a half, three hours. And that, and then when oh, you're two in and a half, three hours is no bad. I'm ta- I'm talking when you cross the Oh that no. Well, I can get back to that. I don't want to get yeah. off on a tangent. But uh so we're on a C one or a C two no C one thirty and then I think a I can't remember. One of the bigger ones. But now you're up in the big boys, and right? It's fucking freezing. We're going from Baghdad to Germany. Right? It is fucking freezing in this thing. This is basically an icebox. Fly us to Germany, but then we're just there. And we go and we find like the like some soldiers or whatever. We're like, hey, how do we get? Because we're on the Air Force Base. So like, uh, we got to get back to America. I'm like, who are you guys? It's like, what? Nobody fucking knows. They just flew us to Germany. It's just like, these dudes are gone. See ya. So we're just in Germany. Nobody knows who the fuck we are. They end up getting us on a commercial flight. And how many of them are you? It's about 12, uh, 10 of us, probably. Or eight okay. or 10 of us. And then we get from. Maybe less than that, six or it doesn't matter. They get us on a commercial flight to Atlanta, but uh, dude, also in the German airport. So we're in the just the normal airport. They send us. See you guys later. And we don't even know what we're supposed to do in Atlanta. I don't think. But anyway, they're like, all right, see you later. So we get to the. It's like, all right, we're gonna go to the bar and we're gonna buy Jägermeister because so, we're in Germany. And, yeah. and you hear growing up that it's just different, right? Right. Same thing so as Guinness like, in Ireland. Yeah. Get a couple bottles of Jaeger. They're out back slitting the deer's throat like fucking let <laughs> right. it drain into the, you know, like here's booze. It's just this and shitty Russian <laughs> vodka. <laughs> Papa vodka and deer blood makes Jägermeister. Jokes on all of you fuckers, Jäger bombers. <laughs> <laughs> so this, we end up, I don't know if we're in the bar or what, but we meet another dude from Nebraska and we're like, hey, and we're all in uniform. He's like, let me buy you guys some beer. So then, like, it, we're at four or five beers there. We haven't drank, you know, kind of in a year. Every once in a while, people send you the eyewash yeah. with the vodka in it. <laughs> so now we're in one. Get on the plane. I'm sitting first You guys class. aren't trying to ferment shit on the top, like fruit and <laughs> no, stuff like dude, that? No. Oh, Tent City, when I had my DUI, Tent City, yeah. they make all the booze right there. They give you orange slices and whatever. These dudes are fermenting it in fucking plastic bags in there just right there they know what's going on all all the seals it's yeah. tent city here a bunch of, you know guys with duis there's no fucking criminals and a couple dudes that skipped out on their child support you know right. just dirt bags here i am right in the middle of it like no way <laughs> ever could i do this guy comes rolling in yep three squares in a cot lives there ain't i ain't ever paying my fucking wife that money you know, and then he's gonna work work furlough and he gets paid shit. But anyway, yeah, it's I don't know what the whole point of that story was. Oh, like it's just like ah, you're on your own. Yeah, and we end up getting like fucked up in the <laughs> in the airport. Then we get on the airplane. And then they cut me off. <laughs> you understand? Some of the most wild stories that I will never tell in here are just post deployment coming home. Oh, I can insanity. only imagine what's that. What Especially that's like. the first time we were invincible, man. It was like yeah, I'd I imagine because you 20, just went off to war, right? Right. And war in Iraq. Come home. It was like I don't give a shit for a month straight. It was just like every night, wake up, call my buddies who were all together, and we're like, "What are we doing?" Because you guys were all on the same train ride, right? right. Or a couple yep. of you were. We're all so my wife's got cousins that are twins. Those are my right. best buds, and then. Their older brother was my unit. 
So there was three of us. Then my good friend Dan uh, was with us too, who I went to high school with. We like hung out all high school. Like I went to basic training and like a week before I was going, he's like, I'm going. Fuck it. So <laughs> he, we all just like wake up in the morning. What are we uh-huh. doing? It didn't, every day was a Saturday. And then you get month. phone calls that are just like, all right, you're going tomorrow. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You've told that story of being yep. woken up. Fucking, hey, we got to go. Was the next one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, we gotta go. Where are we going? I don't know, but we just got the call. We're oh, going. Dude, that was brutal. It's working. Hello. Hey. How you guys doing? Peter. What's up, Peter. Peter Felico, golf course superintendent or director of agronomy. <laughs> no, I'm superintendent. Okay, good. What are you gonna put right there? I was going to Got that title yet. No, <laughs> you only have 18 holes, Peter. You can't do that. That is right. Well, There's plenty of clubs, though. A, if you're uh, on a Hey, 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 hey. Rules are rules. <laughs> rules are rules. Right? That is right? That's how it all came about was you couldn't put it on there unless you had 18 holes. Same as a director of golf. You're a head pro. If you got yeah. more than 18 holes, you can move on to being a fucking director of golf. Put out a putting course. We'll call that nine holes. That's how <laughs> yeah. Martin, Martin's going to be the general manager, director of golf, head pro, head cashier. Mini golf coordinator. Head cashier, restaurant, now entrepreneur. Fucking shit. I, I, Dan, are you, are you titled uh, DOA? I am, Peter. But only yeah, because yeah. I. the only reason I did... Is because I talked to the GM to hire for my assistant positions, was to as hire supers. as a superintendent, right? Yeah, that, no, that's how it should be. It was not an yeah. ego thing. No, I don't care. You can call me greenskeeper too if you want. But each one of those guys has a responsibility of yeah, one golf sure. course. They do have Correct. to have right. both golf courses on the weekends or when we got, the guys. We off. wanted to make yeah. a commitment to the golf courses that we're yeah. going to actually be a private club. Yeah, we're, and we're going to commit to you. You commit to us. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I asked for when I was at Ferrano. I mean, I was a young and stuff, and the GM's like, "Nope." <laughs> well, the reality is, it's a difference maker on a on a resume. Yeah, on a resume, yeah. it definitely is. I Just don't care where you're right. at, right? Like right. right now, where I'm at, I don't, sir. Right. I don't need anything else, That's but right. I just need it for later. My old boss James, he was director of grooming at Talking Stick. Now he's superintendent at Iron Horse. It's just thirty-six and eighteen, same job though. We all do the same thing. It's babysitting. We're we're paid for our brains and our fucking eyeballs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey Peter, you drinking anything? Me and Dan, we're gonna get into our beer review before we called you and i was trying to find your number in the phone and all that shit and then we went on i, I am not yet 15 tangent. minute tangent about a flight from germany to atlanta <laughs> hey you'll have to listen peter it was pretty good um so nothing you're not having anything dan bought these out of the kindness of his own heart because we didn't play golf this week he didn't show up at the canyon uh, i saw that we got beechwood cosmic lottery ipa it's a west coast ipa we uh seven percent alcohol seven point one uh seventy percent IBUs, which it does not taste I didn't think like that at all. No. I this is the first time I'm reading that part of it. This fucking thing is good. So there was three yep. of the three of these beechwoods that I've never seen before. That would straight in, straight to that first one. And there was three IPAs, and the reason I picked it is because it has my favorite the hops on there. It's got the citra. And yeah, it has a citra and the mosaic. 
So also, where is it from? Also Strata Huntington and Beach. Pato. Okay. Yeah. But Pato hops. That's a very, very, very good. And seven point one does not taste that mm -hmm. boozy. And the seventy IBUs is not even close to that. I would have given that in my IBU scales a forty seven. Yeah. Fifty to fifty five. <laughs> Peter, what are you fucking laughing at? This is, hey, this is you know television. what this tastes like right now, this is right? Television. <laughs> Beachwood Cosmic Lottery to me is a birdie beer. Very good. I'll buy this again. This is a very. If it's still there. It's a very good birdie beer. The can is cool as shit, too. Yep. I feel like I'm on, uh, this should be hanging in Bobby Brady's fucking yes, bedroom exactly it's scre it screams 1960s like opening video to shaft or something yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> opening credits yeah. to shaft this this is like archie bunker's doormat well archie bunker would probably have a different doormat than this this looks a little too happy happy joy joy very good peter what's going on peter felica golf course superintendent estancia at Thanks. trilogy you going in back Peoria, arizona you looking to go back to palm springs peter no, no, I was texting. <laughs> no, sorry. How's nope. the, how's the golf course? Good, good. Things are going good. Yeah, I'm. Uh, Transition still good, working uh, out. What your uh, the plan you're on? Are you uh, uh, all well, in on the plan? I, I I sent you the text. Yeah, I mean it's all good. So th there was two goals. Um, well, I mean I, the main goal this year was we we had the vote to the homeowners starting in february and it was ending in april so just as of 10 days ago the vote went through so the homeowners are going to buy it so first and foremost to have the golf course look as good as possible during that process was the most important thing so you know i, I was told repeated times don't spray it don't do anything that's going to make the place you know look bad so okay. um we we did like i said i mentioned the new program which you know it, I'm, I'm doing it. I feel good about it, but it, it's not, you know, it's not anything close to spraying out. So we'll see. I mean, I feel like the place looks great and it's definitely going to be just a mo low and transition through culture practices kind of program. It's not how many days, not the, how many uh, days a week you mowing right now? Two days a week. So I should, I should increase that. Um, then, uh, you know, a new every two weeks I, I did do it two weeks in a row what kind, of rate, out eight what ounce, kind of rate you talking eight, eight ounces an acre which is you know per label that's that's kind of the rate that they suggest I, i've heard guys going you know 12 to 14 but supposedly if you get up to you know per the label if you get up to 14 then you're thinking the bermuda tad so okay yeah that makes sense yep um yeah. st spraying so, it on the greens as well no 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 just just overseeded ryegrass okay so it's it's good. I mean, like I said, I, I I feel like I look great. I definitely don't feel like you know heading in the middle of May. Like, okay, I'm getting rid of that ryegrass completely. What so height? It's, what it's height okay. are you mowing at? Fairways. Uh, fairways approaches. Three fifty uh, fairways. Two seventy five approaches. Two twenty five collars. So all exactly the same height due to the weight of the machine. Pr pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Co collars are tight. I'm not worried about collars this year, which were my arch nemesis last year. So walk mowing collars with the brush. Um, yeah, I feel I feel good about that. But like I said, the fairways, I, I feel good about it. It's just, you know, it'll be interesting to see. This will be the first time 
I've sprayed out twice there now with Sapphire, and I got slapped in the face each time. So it'll be interesting to see what happens now by not spraying out. That's okay. Uh, it's yeah. The good part is, hey, that whatever I picked didn't work, so let's at least try something else. And if it works Absolutely. out that what you did, you feel comfortable with it, and it also made whoever some coin by selling – uh, and everybody's happy in the membership are willing to buy into whatever you're doing. Win, 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 right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, I think, I think the goal was to, to at least still look good through May. So, you know, if I look good through May and then once June comes, the rye starts melting out and you, you get that aha moment, then it is what it is, you know, it's summertime, but they, they didn't want what we had the last two years where we were still mid May and it's like, Oh boy. Well, here, here comes summertime. Yeah. Um, hack attack at your place in two weeks. Is that why you're playing oh. all of this kind of thing? You're going to bring yeah. us out while it's still alive? Oh, yeah. We're going to be looking move. for a Smart move. No, I, It's a veteran, we're, Peter. We're, That's a vet. You, you don't think the canyon isn't on the fucking May, whatever <laughs> it was, 11th this year for no reason? Jesus no, I, I feel very good for coming. I mean, we're going to look better may 25th than we did probably may 1st so we're, we're gonna look very good yeah you uh have that feeling that you usually do every year of you drive around you look at the top of it because i know dan had this feeling recently was i'm doing all right i'm doing all right and then you throw out fucking two applications of revolver and you're like that might have been a little <laughs> too early that might have been a little too early yeah. um you have that feeling do you feel less stress this year i do last year? i do Correct. As a, as yeah, a total, I, the whole year long, you think it was a much, and I asked this to you, Dan, as well, to answer this. Do you find this year is with golf is through the roof, whatever, the cash register is moving quick, you find that this year was a nice, easy aha compared to the last 10? Go ahead, Dan. Oh, no. Every year is a... The golf course is probably the best, or it was the best it's ever been since I've been there. But it's non-stop. It's never good enough, and I guess that's why we're in the position we're in. Like, it's just non-stop. Dude, every time you think you're good at Rio, just just wait. Because it's right when you think you're good, it's going to fucking turn upside down. Yeah. Every time. See, I would, I think, for me, I think it was much better. You know, I was very comfortable where we were at, trying out new things due to all the Things are out of our control, you know, the seed and whatever and all the bullshit, the labor. But going, you know, the whole season and then you add the cash register on to it. So it makes everybody else happy. So maybe that did drive a bunch of it. Yeah, we're not cool with everything, yeah, right? Because right. no, now we're it was chucking different season. shit, right? It was a good season. But I think as a personal, I ask the how do you feel on the inside? This way, I had way less stress this year than a lot of years. Yeah, I would agree. I agree with that completely. Right. And yeah. I would say, and I ask you, Peter, because, you know, you're the least tenured at your particular position right Correct. now. So there was a big yeah. learning curve the first two years. And, you know, these people going to buy into the plan. You know, <laughs> and I know for a while that you were on on the edge. You know, is this even, is this worth it? Yeah. You know, like this is nonsense. And now you got the, whoo. All right, we found the balance. You can make me happy on growing grass and make the member happy on their product. Let's just sit here for a while. How yeah, do you find, uh, so with this change in uh, the members or the 
neighborhood buying it. Uh, what does that, now you get Greens Committee boards and kind of turn into yeah. a little mini private guy? Yeah, so it's it's funny. There's 3,200 homes in the community. So each each person is buying in to the golf course and restaurant. And, and there's already been, you know, the select few that have come to the golf shop and said, you know, <clears throat> well, now that I'm a golf course owner, what uh, what kind of, you know, rates am I going to get? What, what privileges am I going to get? It's like, no, no, no. You're you're one of 3,200 reporting to a board of eight, and then that board of eight is reporting to a management company. So, it's <laughs> you know, there's already been uh, some people that think they have, like, the call to do whatever they want um whenever they want but and that's not the case but the the huge plus is is by them buying the community they're ensuring that they can do what they want to make sure it looks good and you know another company's not going to come in and you know pull the budget underneath them and make the place look like a dog track and any revenue that is made goes into capital so no no revenue you know if you have a killer year the management company, whatever you want to call it, whoever, whoever is paying the bills can't say like, oh, I'm going to take half of that off the top to, you know, pay my, pay my bills. So all, all revenue goes to capital, which is a good thing. That is a really good thing. Um, yeah. Is that all on HOA or golf members? HOA. Oh, you can. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, so Peter. th- 32. Peter's got a little, so, Peter's so that, got a little I, if I, I know Peter, you know Peter. Peter's got a little smile on his face when he talks about that kind of shit. No, no man, that's what makes clubs today survive. That's, is well, everybody hear- inside that fence, whether you play one round of golf, no rounds of golf, or that's fucking three hundred and eighty of them, you bought yeah, into the community. You get yeah. V's tap room, which I have told a bazillion times. That I mean, as far as golf course, I, ooh, we're coming to get that place. I've told martin my like v's tap room is the exact restaurant you need at a public a public golf course yeah it is they dunk on pizzas they hang on the rim balls in your chin <laughs> dunk on pizzas <laughs> they're so good and they're so perfect for two people husband and wife let's go grab them you know get two of them feed little billy and little Susie. i mean and they're so good right and that place is yeah. packed. Yeah. And I've I mean, said, I, hey, you guys need to go check out this place and just feel the vibe. The moat, the moat in the middle of the place, the lap pool, whatever you call that <laughs> fucking thing, is wild. Because, <laughs> dude, how how that place hasn't been sued for every dollar it's oh ever gotten God. because of that thing. No little fence, nothing. You see, you obviously see or hear people going into it constantly, oh, yeah. right? It's this, Every time you've been I up there, Dan, right? It's like a fucking twenty-five foot, like single lane lap pool. That's like in the in middle of how, the place, in the middle of the patio, in the middle of the patio, like the yeah. middle of the patio. <laughs> yeah, it's what six feet wide. I mean, you could jump it, right, yeah. Peter? Have yeah. you jumped it? Yeah, there, there, yeah. There's like a two foot wide area of water that's about two foot deep, and then there's a waterfall feature in the middle. But I mean, if you've had, you know one too many drinks and you're walking out to the patio i think you have no too many drinks there's no little (laughs) sign of anything and you just go happen to grab the third open seat on the back of the table you're in yeah Yeah. fucking great but awesome little vibe out there but that's kind of how i've said 
you know, to uh, Martin and his sister, I said, hey, you guys need to go check out V's Tap Room as far as how to really be good at that one thing. The sandwiches and burgers and shit are fucking awesome too. But let's be right here. Small menu. This is what we're good at. And people and yeah. good beer, cold beer in a cool setting. Nailed it, nailed it, nailed it. I mean Yeah. That's my so what? all the members there like Dan's wife all the homeowners could, like Dan's wife can grow grass in Palm Springs. My wife could run that restaurant. <laughs> All the all the homeowners there during COVID because that restaurant was packed out of control were upset because it was like an hour hour and a half wait every night, and you know their whole thing was like, well, we want to be able to have reservations again. It's like, okay, well, buy the place, buy it if you, if you guys want that and you want to make you know half the restaurant reservation only for the homeowners, go ahead. You guys can make that call. I mean, that, that's that's kind of what we told them during the voting process is like, you, you guys can make these calls. And if, you know, revenue goes down a little bit by doing that, you, you got to pick up the bill at the end. That's that's all part of the deal. Do they lose the uh, trilogy butterfly? Oh, no, that's Dan. We're, oh. we're we're the only trilogy now since Power Power Ranch dropped it. We're the we're the sole trilogy of the state right now. Oh, really? I, I love the name. I love it. Verde River's it's not Trilogy not anymore? No, Verde, Trilogy of Verde River, isn't it? No, I mean, I mean, I guess, does it say that, game when you drive by it? I mean, they just kind of go by Verde River Golf Club. But I, Oh, it was never the Trilogy of Verde River, right? But it's no, changed names really 16 not. times. You know that, Peter. Oh, I know. I know. Yeah. Matt, your uh, beverage card chick had a Tegavov shirt on. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I what, didn't even notice what was that. it? The I've heard it's Tegava. Tegava or Tagava is yeah, what whatever. that place was. Like, I didn't even know that. Yeah. I heard Vistancia. Or no, 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 no. no, no. It was, no. Yeah, you're uh, right. It was, Ver- Verde? It was Vista Verde. Vista Verde. Vista Verde. Yeah, Vista Verde. Oh, Tegava. Tegava. That was the, 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 everybody just says some name I couldn't even say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was it. Um, I haven't been out there since it was redone. Or the couple of holes. Uh, layman, layman botched it. Pretty good. Speaking well, of layman, hey, Peter, speaking of layman, part of the, the world, <laughs> the world is aligned. Part of the reason we call that hour ago. different. Yeah, the reason why we wanted to call an hour ago. <laughs> did layman do the Prairie Club in, in Valentine? Yeah, yeah. Well, he did the uh, Dunes course. Yeah. Okay, so did he do the Muni for free in Valentine? Do yes, you know? he did. He did. Okay, it was more. Yeah, it was layman and Chris Brands, his associate. Yes, you're talking about. Um, it's supposed to be really good. Oh shoot, well, Frederick's Peak. Is that the name? I don't know the name of it. I just know it's the yeah, movie there, and he did it for free. Is what I heard. It's 13 holes, I think, Dan. Oh, yeah. oh I don't know. I uh, you're probably yeah. right, but what <laughs> yeah, did, what did hold on, hold on, hold on. What did you? 13 holes. <laughs> 13 holes. Yeah. Me and Dan each just had a sip of the next beer we're going to review, and I looked at him and pointed at the can, and my eyes wide open, and he gave me the Sassoon jeans okay sign three times with bright eyes. <laughs> it is so good. <laughs> it's one of the best Blondales I've ever had. It's going to be so good on our fucking next YouTube. Oh, man. That is very good. Sorry, Peter. Um, but no that was something we were talking about earlier, and I was pretty sure he did it for free, and it's supposed yeah, to be really so it's, good. It's, it's, I'm pretty sure it's called Frederick's Peak. It's like, I think it's 13 holes. Correct me. I mean, I might be wrong on that, but I think like six of the holes are just through the flat prairie land. And then there's like six holes that go back in the, 
real wild dunes down by a riverbank kind of that are supposed to be super uh-huh. cool. But yeah, I, I remember reading about that. Yeah. So it's half of it's just like the prairie side and half of it, or it's sorry, the dune side and half of it's like the pine side of prairie dunes. Yeah. Yeah. Half flat, the half, prairie club. half wild. Yeah. How was the prairie club when you were there? It's fucking awesome. And I stunk yeah, I at bet. golf then. So now I think I'm going to get there this summer. Now I want to go back. I'm, I'm so glad when I went to play Bandon that I was somewhat of the level golfer I am today, or I was on the heavy yeah. upswing. I've played some fucking awesome golf courses when I was just brutal. Shitty. You know what's going to be yeah. great is the next hack attack at Desert Can- Desert Highlands. Not a big G's feeling it right now. I know. Yeah, exactly. Since my showing from the other day, fucking... <laughs> Two skins and a fucking close to the he pin. He wouldn't tell me. He wouldn't yep. tell me. I, I wouldn't. Dan's like, how is it? And I was like, content fool, content fool. And I told him I was going to hang up his club, my clubs. So, and he goes, no, 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 I'm I, back. I birdied three. <laughs> birdied three driving iron, fucking uh, nine iron because the wind was so bad. And fucking stuck it right next to him, fucking putted it in. And I knew, and it was pinned pin in the front, front, front oh. middle. Well, yeah, that pin, that pin was ridiculous. On oh, I'll let so. it get to the front third. Yeah, the front, uh, Peter, that's really the front right is unputtable. But I heard it from a few of them. The greens weren't as fast as they were last year, because last year I had just kind of sprayed them out. Uh, and I had given them a little shot of some revolver to kind of nick that triv. And that was like three weeks ago, so they're starting to come back. Oh. Um, yeah, and I, I mean, we'll get into. Maddie started running out. Uh, some, I'll get into this whole okay. fucking deal. Let's, Peter. Let's, let's get back to hack attack. Let's, uh, <laughs> but the can back to Desert Highlands. Um, I can't wait to fucking play that place sure as a decent I'm golfer. Sure yeah, yeah. It's, you'll you'll see the place too. You'll see it much more different than uh, what you yep. did when you were working there. I'm yep. sure shots are different. So, and you're not gonna be every time you played there when you worked there. You're like, oh shit, I gotta do that tomorrow. Oh shit, I gotta do that. Uh, yeah. yeah, you're probably right. But this I was time, a bad golf. Like an 18 handicap on that fucking golf course. Yeah, but when you're playing your own place, no matter what, from the tips, shit always sticks out. You're never just playing golf, right? Which is why when you're playing somebody else's place, you're like, oh, place is phenomenal. It's like, yeah, right. You see the fucking bear spot on six and the fucking. 14 was all burned up. It was, like, oh, I didn't notice. It was great when I see this year. I did say that to Ed. It was like, you know what? Fuck it. I don't care like what everybody else thinks. Like well, in so fits. many years, I thought that it was still always like, oh, I just want to yeah. make the canyon known as like right. this little gem. And it's feel like after these years of it and everything good is going there back to that stress question I asked you guys. It was like, it is what it is. They all know. They all look like this place. They all have their fucking weird spots yeah. from spraying out stuff. So it was nice to relax. And I yeah. think by the fourth hole, Ed said to me, he goes, this isn't even the same person I got in the fucking annual meeting group. He goes, if we, you know, if we had you, this guy, it would be so much better. Yeah. Because I stunk oh, at Blackstone. Stunk. Bad at Blackstone. Uh, so... It felt good to fucking hit it well. Birdie three, eagled ten. I drove ten to fifteen feet, you son of a gun. <laughs> so did Jimmy. Jimmy Cruz drove it to about twenty feet in the. It was in the middle, kind of front location of our back third, 
And so anything that hits the middle, it just yeah, funnels cool. to that thing. And Jimmy drove the green. So now, and I'm sure Peter did too. You had a straight downhill putt. I, I, I no, I was putting back up to the pit. Oh, oh you drove that's it deadly. Yeah. It's uh, way yeah. more uphill. You came up three feet, yeah. no, two I, feet short, I, and it breaks right. I gave know. it a chance. I gave it a chance, but I, I didn't play. In, uh, I played too much break, so that was uh, my fault. So, anyways, I hit it uh, to about forty-five yards. And maybe even less, 25 yards, chipped it to the vet the whole time. I knew what was going on. I told the rest of the group, you want to hit it to the front of that green because it's just going to release. And all I thought is, if I can clear these two sprinkler heads, this will just funnel to the middle, to the hole. And it was like I planned it. Rolled in. <laughs> two rotations. Boom, boom. In. Eagle two. <laughs> it was, uh, what, three eagles? No Chipping shit. eagle yeah. on number four, pepperoni, got that, yeah, pepperoni. and then uh, uh, Chris, or, uh Kenton, 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 Kenton. We were on, uh, so we played in my group too, superintendent how, of Phoenix Country Club. That? My vote is the only way is hit the car path because the home. other three of us yeah. six. He put it literally really? to a it was no the back way. back pin location. He put it. I'm not kidding you. A foot away. I had to hit the path. Casey was putting in. Kenton's assistant Wes was in the, in his group, and he's like, "Hey, here comes a ball! Hey, here comes a ball!" And Casey was putting as it just rolled by, and they said it was tracking at the hole. I don't what tees, the orange tee, the tips. Yeah, dude, yeah, had that's to hit, a, that's exactly. hit some bomb drives on there. Yeah. Never even you know sixty five yards. Right. So, anyway, he must the house on the right, straight right of the tee. He don't hit it to ever. a foot. So did it just perfectly hit the car path that it launched It had before? to have. And we had yeah. no idea. We were driving to our ball, which all three of us hit it kind of the left side of the fairway, but all of us struck yeah, it where we were. Yeah. That's the place to hit it to. Right. You know, just be safe. Oh, not by the bathroom? <laughs> no. Not by, eight green? <laughs> no. Not eight green? No. That's where I'm, I am no, every No, number time. six. Oh, number it was six. across the street. Oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah, you okay, hit yeah, it off yeah, the yeah. pump house all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, no. Which you did the other day. Well, they didn't even reach the pump house. It went right into the schmutz before. I found it. Part. <laughs> you did. <laughs> I found it. You part. Thanks. <laughs> Teammates. <laughs> Vicky. Yeah. Hey, it's podcast partners. We're on the golf course doing it partner style. So, anywho, uh, so Kenton got eagle there, and then I eagled 10. Um, nothing else. There was 10 skins. 37 people, yeah, that's 10 a lot. skins. That is a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. Casey was the only one on seven. Uh, Robert, your old assistant, now at the wigwam. Seven was the uh, only had one. Had two of them, right? Seven's the only one. Yeah. I played that hole well. I mean, I'm, I birdied that hole. I, that's probably my most birdied hole in my life. And then uh, Craig at Fire Rock, his new assistant. Um, I know his last name is Hanson. Yeah, Tra- Travis's. Yeah, Travis's, Travis's uh, superintendent he, got closest to the pin. Apparently, hit it off the car path or off the tree on a yeah, par I mean, three. Yeah, I, I was playing with him on eight. He hit it left onto the car path. It bounced down, kind of just short of the greenside bunker, and he putted from the approach and just rolled right in. So, so he, he was the down. only birdie on number eight. I got the closest to the pin. That's not a closest to the pin, though. I know he had a oh, skin no, he, on he it. He had a skin on it. I had fucking close to the pin on that hole and didn't have the skin. That's because you know the trick. You got to club up. Nobody knows that. Well, I told the whole group and Jimmy. Jimmy I flew Jimmy, the. I flew that green. What you well, hit? Seven you're iron. So strong, Peter. I had an eight iron. Oh. 
What you, you doing? do, Vin Scully at the fucking hole? I don't know. I, I th- there was I thought there was wind, but there was no wind there. So You're so strong. Yeah, that's um, <laughs> did, you, did you put your ass? I got brain I got brand new irons for that round, so I felt Oh really? This just in Peter Wait a second. You got new wrenches? How do we not lead into this? I got So the so the year at Vistancia at Trilogy was a good year. Oh they're paying. Yep. on staff. yeah, what staff are you on? I'm not on staff like that. What? You should be. If you're getting shit. I uh I got to, I had the pro order me PUD. I got the um ping uh I five two five. Okay. Oh there you uh, go. Okay. Nice local company. Uh yep. is that they, your club of uh like the golf club's rentals is ping? Do they have a staff? Yeah, we're on we're on staff of ping. Okay. Yeah, yeah we were too until uh TaylorMade came over the top and <laughs> blew them out of the water. And I'm big on I wish that we had the local company. Ping should be yeah. at every fucking golf course in the state. It yeah. legitimately Ping should. Or PXG. Right. When I got, when okay. I got my PXG. Spoons, I almost got the Ping I 500s. And the only reason I did it is the dude was like, sometimes you hit them so nuts that they fly an extra 20 yards. And it's like, well, that's. Yeah. So it that's sounds like I what felt. Peter did. He just yeah. hit a pure and it yeah. an extra 20. I, I mean, was, there was there was three shots that I hit with those irons where I was like, holy moly. It felt like I, even, you know, yeah. they just juiced even the crap out of has the I-500s. Hey. He goes, sometimes I pure it and it just goes 20 yards longer. I'm like, I don't want that. Yeah. Neither do I. But they're they're awesome. Peter, like, you they, used to have great. the uh, same ones that me and Dan did, right? The Adams? Adams. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. It was, <laughs> those, I, I those, was those were good irons. I think those, those were, at those some point, irons. maybe 10 years from now, because they need a little bit more time on the shelf, they're going to reach the Tommy Armor 745s. The level yeah, of like, I agree. oh, All you, fucking, you fucking had those things, right? My mom had them. 845? Uh, 745s. Oh, I had 845s. All right. And my yeah. buddy, I think, still plays Eight, Yeah, they're 845s. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yes. Is there a women's version that's a 745? I, uh-huh. I, I had the 845s. My buddy right. still plays it. Regardless, we're playing Tommy Armors, <laughs> right? Dude, I'm telling you, those CB3s were one of the nicest clubs I've had. And I, the only reason I don't have it is because I broke, broke two heads in a right. week. And they sent me the, the idea three. Or whatever. Well, I, I went to hit, hit a couple balls on the range uh, before we went, and I was standing next to Flynn, and I was like, oh, man, I forget how nice it is to have nice new grips. Oh. <laughs> it, makes, it makes all the world a difference. And then uh, <laughs> did you put the pressure on yourself that this is the first round that I'm going to fucking play with these things? I better fucking kick oh, ass. Oh, for sure. So are, for you sure. Re- are you ready to put money behind them? <laughs> I am. Yeah. All right. I, felt, I, I, told, I, told, I told Matt, I was like, I'm curious how Highlands is because I know, you know, Nicholas high cut on everything. Like I hit, I played pretty darn well at the Canyon, but. You know, I, I hit a, a sharp draw, and I mean, that place, I, I it really accentuated. I that course cut. does not play well to a sharp draw. No, it plays a nice slice for a lot I'll of fucking long. righties. I play a high cut. Yeah. 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 Great. I love, that's a good golf course. Can't wait. Excuse me. So, uh, Peter, before we get into Stump to Peter, we're going to review one more beer. Uh, Dan, you want to give the rundown on this thing? Because this thing is fucking... <clears throat> Eyebrow yeah. lifting. I mean, it's same that bottle logic. We I think we had one last week, or if we didn't, I bought. We no, did had a bottle logic last week, but we had another one that you bought. Yeah, which is Gold, Goldwater Brewery. So I didn't realize I bought a 
like a four pack of pale ales. It ended up being Goldwater. Which and ones? It, uh, it had like a, I think of the money sign. Oh, the million do- uh, the hundred dollar yes. pills. Fucking good. No, Very no, no, good. A pale ale. Oh, if it had the dollar bills all over, it's called hundred dollar pills. There's I drink the shitload of them at the brewery. Doesn't matter. I I end up having that. It was fucking awesome. I'll tell you what it is later. This one from Bottle Logic. I just wanted to switch it up. I saw Blondale. We always do IPAs, hazies, whatever. This thing is the 714 Orange County Blonde is probably the best blonde I've ever had. 4.8% alcohol. Uh, does not have the IBUs on it. So it's, it, I mean, it's so low. 10, 15 right. at right. tops. Uh, cool ass can. Phenomenal logo. You know, high energy. Um Right, high energy C four seven fourteen. Fuck, it's cool little little science project, mm-hmm. and uh, cartoon smoke on the back, cutting some wires, defusing bombs. Birdie beer. Birdie. Bert. It is probably an eagle blonde though. It's, it's the it's, best blonde ale I've ever had. Very very good. And actually, so when I took a drink of it, you hadn't tried it yet, and I was just waiting for you to try. Because when I was trying it, I was like. That fucking thing's real it's good. It's right in the wheelhouse. But then I was waiting for your reaction because maybe I thought I was overreacting. No. Nope. As soon as my we locked reaction, eyes, I was like. Yeah, there was a, a heart emoji that <laughs> yes. appeared over our shoulders <laughs> together. It's like, that is, that's up there. Yeah. Uh, I got a kind of a request from a listener and a uh, host and a guest, Mark Stutzman. He says, 100th episode, five greatest courses you've never played. Okay. And obviously, top five beers we've reviewed. Okay. I like that. Easy, easy peasy. I like that. Wait, the so reason why I bring top, up that story, top five golf courses well, that we... Sorry. Top five golf, golf courses that we have played. Okay. Oh. Okay. Have played. I thought I was like... Did I say I never? Can't. Yeah, you said never. But well, you said top five courses you've never played. I was like, does that mean you want to play hey. or the top five? Hey, yeah. listen. <laughs> probably not coming out but i'm just gonna say we can edit that out okay so yeah top five golf courses we've played me and dan gotcha so you've probably got a little bit of run on that you'll know what we do and then top five beers we've reviewed i think peter has given the or the suggestion that peter comes on in studio on the 100th episode you're going to have to hang and, up the marks. Uh, we get all five of those fucking beers between me and you. All right. And we're drinking all five of them on that show. Deal. Peter, margaritas is going to be oh, at 7 o'clock. Is this 98? This is 98. <laughs> margaritas. Right, so we got two weeks. Wifey doodle do. We got one episode <laughs> next and then the following one. <laughs> five beers. Rate them all. I love that. Just let's go down memory lane. Let Peter rate them. Let Peter rate them. Or maybe, yeah, Peter will rate them. See if we're full of shit. I just wonder if we can find (laughs) all five of them. Well, we can't find that. Topa Topa. Do you know? Topa Topa's on the list. Do you know which one? What's that? No, but that rainbow sour. We're not going to be able to find that rainbow sherbet sour. Uh, Abnormal. You can find the one, Boss Mm -hmm. Port, which I think might be the, is the best IPA they make. Anybody makes. And then there's that red one we had from Abnormal. Oh, that? yeah, yeah. I haven't seen that anywhere. Uh, Peter, that peanut butter thing that Peter brought from Belching Beaver. Remember that, Peter? That, that was you? Oh, yeah. I know. 
I think that yeah. I like that one. The peanut butter stout. It was just too hot that day. I'm telling you. Yeah. You might be right on that, that it could be we a need nice the smoothie. <laughs> we need the fucking smoothie, no. dude. For Peter. Oh, no, no we're trying. talking the top five. I know, but we got to have Peter try the smoothie. Or at least we're going to go into it Namaste. here. Namaste. This will be a funny thing, the and I don't know if I'll ever take the time to fucking go back and do it. But we're going to pick the top five beers that we think were our top five, you know. I mean, we're drinking a pineapple White Claw. Peter, that's one of them. Oh, yeah. One of them is going to be the pineapple White Claw. Uh, We'll never find the Belching Beaver one and Coronado Island collab, the Rainbow Sherbet. We won't find that. That's done. So we can't do that. Hopefully, this is probably definitely going to be on the list. And Do you like coconut? Yeah. Dude. The fucking drink of the summer, if you can't find that rainbow, at Sprouts, they have 19-ounce Sonic Coconut Ocean Water. Ocean Water. Seltzers. They are fucking unreal. Really? Little? Yes. Little Dan. Dan goes to the hippie store and comes out with a fucking (laughs) bundle. Dude, the Sonic Ocean Water. Go ahead and drink 12 of those on the golf course. They're fucking Ocean. What does it taste like? Salt? No, coconut. No, coconut. Okay. Coconut. But not like, I love coconut. Not, coconut water. Oh, dude. With You're some in spritzer in it. I love this yeah. thing. Dunk a pink oh, Whitney in the top of that. brought it. You would have loved it. Anyway. <laughs> Peter, let's get to Stump the yes. Peter. All right. What do we got? Peter's got to get to Margaritas. I think we're oh. going to fucking down south. We're going to Mississippi, Peter. Ooh, bre- oh, God. Uh, one of the weirdest places. Country. One of the weirdest places. Have you ever been, been to Mississippi, Peter? I gotta go I've driven through it. You, oh, you've driven through it. Dan, you've yeah. been to Mississippi. Oh. Matthew has never been to Mississippi. Great. Matthew probably wouldn't. I got a great Mississippi. Do well story. in Mississippi. At a Waffle House. A little too slow for me. A little too laid back. You know, I was at a Waffle House in Mississippi. It was on that trip, uh, that spring break trip in college. Me and two buddies just headed out in my truck. We end up in this Waffle House in Mississippi. So did you have Florida on your mind and you just no, 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 said, no, no, no. fuck it? It's, no. You had it's even Mississippi and. Louisiana, so, two places that I would be like, no. Peter's thanks. probably got to go, but it was my buddy. No, I'm good. Go my ahead. buddy. Uh, this is when Facebook first started. I wasn't even on it. Uh, he he had a competition with some other friends to friend. Isn't as that many, what everybody says? Friend as many chicks that he could, and it was all over the country. So all these colleges, because at t- at that time you could only have Facebook if you were in college. So yeah. Uh, so he's like, look, man, I'm just gonna look up these girls along the route and see if we'll let them stay with us. And we'll just hit the road. <laughs> and we did. And so, like, we get to Columbia, Missouri the first night and meet up with these chicks we didn't even know. I ended up sleeping in my car. Had to get to McDonald's for the Wi-Fi to try to track my buddy down. Anyway, part of the trip. We ended up south by southwest in Austin, Texas. But part of, I saw Jason Kidd in uh, Memphis, Tennessee. And my buddies didn't know. Who, I was like, man, is that Jason Kidd? And they're like, Who? And I was like, that's Jason Kidd right there, like across the street on Beale Street. And they're like, I don't know what you're talking about. Next morning, we're in the Waffle House. Way to tie this together, Dan. Waffle House in Mississippi. It's early. We're eating breakfast. I open the paper. Fucking Jason Kidd. They're playing the Grizzlies, right? They're in town. So I was like, I fucking knew that. And anyway, so I'm like, drink. We get our meal, and I get, keep ordering Diet Pepsis. And she's like, how many are you going to drink? And I was like, I don't know. Like, just keep them coming. She ended up quitting mid-shift on us and, like, getting in a fight with a cook. It was banana land. Mid-shift. She, this other chick comes over. What you guys order? I was like, you're, she's like, your, your girl just quit. It's like, what's going on in this town? Holy shit. That was in Mississippi? Yeah. 
Oh, see, I, there's no way I would have lasted. I'm pretty sure the cook was smoking cigarettes <laughs> while cooking. I'm a 95. And that's sure. funny because all the other references you gave me, I was just like, holy shit, I'm so much older than you. Or yeah. just like that big turn. Yeah, of I was in college happened. a long time because of my military. You got to understand that too. True that. True that. All right, Peter, we're going to Mississippi. Sorry, Peter. All right. Yeah, you're just going to sit back and relax. <laughs> just get to that wall. Hey, hey, Peter. Mississippi is like Louisiana. There's not there's not much great coming out of Mississippi golf wise. I bet you there is, though. We just I know. bet there's some hidden gems in there, but you only have no, like no, one like, weekend to play it because it's so swampy. Yeah. And Alabama is the one that's down south that, you know, you got the Robert Kern Jones golf trail and Alabama's got some good ones, but Louisiana and Mississippi are both kind of. Hey, so, good, so. Good. hey Peter, sister. Peter, you'll be proud of me. When we were talking about this, he said, I'm going to Mississippi. I was like, that's not where that Robert Trent Jones trail is. Dan says, I have no <laughs> idea what you're talking about. And I said, no, that's Alabama. Yep. That's, that's Alabama. Alabama. Yeah. All right, Peter, let's just give it a go. All right, throw it at me. Fallen Oak. That's a Foz. That was the number one. A Foz. Doesn't about, even give him the Foz. EO. How about Annandale? <laughs> EO. EO, EO. Foz, yeah. EO. How about Annandale? That is uh, Annandale is Nicholas, I think. That is a Nicholas. That is Nicholas. Nicholas. We're playing Nicholas right. next week, Peter. So you're two for two in Mississippi, yes, buddy. Right. Peter, about- I hope I'm in your group and I'm going to fucking play you for money at that place. <laughs> I want in. All right, Cutler wants in from the tips. <laughs> Deal. I'm just going to play seven iron off the tips yeah. just to make sure. We're, we're not like, going for scam. We're we're just the, score the I'm coming. just trying to keep it in play. The sun will be set and we'll be fucking grinding it out. <laughs> yeah. like the Five and a half hole. hours? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh, all right, here we go, Peter. Laurel Country Club. Laurel Country Club. I don't even know if this um, guy's famous. Oh. Is this number three Laurel. in the state? This is number four. Oh, Peter, is you that, have top um, four I and think, five. Coming. I think that's a Scottish guy, if I'm correct. It, it, Harry Dunn, something Dunn. Seymour Dunn, you son of you a bitch. You son of a fucking bitch. <laughs> God, how it's many unreal. fucking stumped the Peters have you been on? And you finally came through with yes. one of the, oh my <laughs> goodness, he just pulled that out. Oh, that Peter, was you fucking dog. awesome. I got done. Right. I got the Seymour. That's 100% credit on this test. You just oh. dunk so hot on that. All you got to do as is soon as slap you said that Scottish, boy. I yeah. looked at Matt with the hard yeah, eyes. He, did. Like, he had the same hard on eyes as he had after Cousin I of Harry said Dunn. the 715s or 714s. <laughs> Cousin of Harry Dunn. Mark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Harry and Seymour. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Moving on. Dancing Rabbit Azalea's course. Uh, that's a uh, dancing rabbits. I think Fazio and I think um, Jerry Pate does a lot in Mississippi. So I'm, I think Fazio. <laughs> it has Fazio and Pate on it. Oh, you oh, son of a fucking bitch! Man, we got to get out of Mississippi. God, we're fucking, I'm getting lucky. I'm hey, lucky. next episode ninety nine, we're going back to Mississippi. You motherfucker! <laughs> we're All gonna right. do these same five and see if you remember. Because the last one, the last two, clearly out of your hoop. This is the last one, the tenth. This is number five. All right. We got Shell Landing. Oh, boy. That one, oh. I do not know. I'm going <clears> to <throat> Shell Landing. I, I think that's a Can you give him any cup. hints of, like, maybe the year it was Pro- built? Oh. Because Peter can defi- decide which guy can belong If you give me a year, I could narrow it down pretty good. Uh, I don't have a year here. On and then website. if you give him the first initial 
of his <laughs> last name. L. Well, I, I guess L. I guess Bob he can Cup, he right? can nail. Oh, it's an L. He's the third. A third. Yeah, he's uh, last the name third. starts with an L, and he's the third one. He's not a junior. He's a third. oh, the, the designer is a person that's a third. Yeah, his third? last name starts with L. Like Robert third. Griffin, the third. The first name starts with well, a there's Robert. No, <laughs> no, Robert Griffin the third. DL the third. No, no, no. I was thinking of Robert Trujillo the second. That's DL the third. Ah, uh, I I don't know who that is. Who's that? Who's DL? Is Davies Love the third? Oh, Davis oh, Love. Davis Love. Well, this look at this. They spelled it wrong. It's Davis Love. I knew that. I was like, man. So Davis <laughs> no, Love. They spelled it wrong. And then right. Look. Don't fucking bullshit me. What does it say right there? Where are we looking? With the architect right there, the guy with the construction hat. Davies Love. Well, oh, see. Eat oh, rock. Davies. And then it says Davies. It right. Then yeah. it says it right right there. Yeah, it says. See, it right I'm not there. making shit up. Edit that out. Davis Love the third. <laughs> Way to go, Peter. <laughs> You didn't get it right, <laughs> bitch. Hey, uh, Davis Love is another one that actually has like a an associate architect that does all the work. I don't. Let's put it this: I, I don't think he's going out and walking the property. Oh, fuck no! I think he stinks as a commentator. Absolutely. Yeah. Stinks. Who do you like? Who do I like? Yeah. I like Jim Nance. I think he's great yeah. at his oh. job. I let's, think let's pick uh, the best ever. <laughs> Right. Hold on. The golf course is like, I like Augusta National. <laughs> yeah, exactly. When we're talking golf, um, <laughs> I think Joe Buck does a pretty good job of golf. I don't care for his football, probably because he's with Troy, even though they are, they're good at it. Um, he's a great baseball guy. Yeah. Uh, he's much better at baseball than uh, – so, listen, I thought we were talking golf. I hate Curtis Strange. <laughs> I think he, he thinks sucks. he yeah. thinks the problem, the issue I have with him, he they think that he's they're way better than they ever showed up. I don't really care yeah. for Nick Faldo. Um, I don't it's like probably Faldo. the English you know, deal and the Sir the, bullshit. Yeah, and I and like then, uh, Andy North. I think Andy North is really good. Um, Scott yeah. Van Pelt is probably the best, um, but that's my generation. I get his yeah. jokes. I get you know his. <clears throat> I appreciate his knowledge. The other guys are just saying there. Mar, 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 Who's the man? Kevin Who, who's the Vin, guy? Vin Scully? I fucking can't stand oh, I like the Dodgers. Scully. Can't stand. Who's the... I could listen to Vin Scully read. Oh, he tells a story. Menus. Yeah, he tells a like, story. He could read Home Depot's website to me, and I'd be like, <laughs> all right, I'll fu- I'm in. I'll fucking listen <laughs> to you. Who's the guy that went to Stanford with Tiger? The um, Nota Begay. Oh, Nota Begay. I love, whenever they ask, they act like he hangs out with Tiger every day. Like, like every oh, day, you know, exactly. I, I, yeah. I was I was hanging out with Tiger yesterday, and uh, uh, like, no, I? Tiger was at the coeds dorm, uh, and I was stuck, <laughs> yeah. and I was stuck in the room by myself, you know, with fucking four cases of Dr Pepper, <laughs> dreaming to be a fucking golfer. Yeah, thanks, Nota. Hey, um, so on golf.com, Josh Josh sends that calls us and uh, asks us stuff. This week he has, I think it's in this Friday, the day we're recording, is um, five things or three things that are on the golf that we do maybe that golfers don't ever notice or they notice but they don't know about. Um, It comes down to like a. like foam, like what is that stuff? 
Do you get that question? Foam? Here's three things you commonly see on golf courses that you probably can't identify. As a regular golfer, hardest goddamn question he's asked me maybe in this whole time. Three things that a golfer can't identify, but you see on the golf course. Commonly seen on the golf course that you can't identify as a golfer. And I said, I have no fucking idea because I know everything that we do. He said, what is the white shit that's on the fairways? But can you name things that you get questions on that you're just like, oh, that's such and such. We, he said, what is the green shit or bluish green shit that ends up on my golf ball if I play early in the morning? That's marking paint. Dive. Right. Yeah, dive. Yeah. Um, and then he also asked, uh, <laughs> one time I played, it was almost like top dressed, but there were these little brown granulars on there, on the green, but it wasn't like sand. What was it? I said probably fertilizer or gypsum. gypsum. And I yeah. told him, I said, if it smells like fucking oatmeal cookies, it's gypsum. He fucking wrote in golf.com's thing that Guilfoyle, the co-host of From the Jingweeds podcast, said if it smells like oatmeal cookies, it's probably oh fucking gypsum. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> Jesus Christmas. I didn't mean to be like that. I was... He said I am the best person that he calls on because of my entertainment, my insight, and the fearlessness to say everything that I say. Is that that's good, right? I I put blue dots where the rakes are supposed to go around the bunkers, and you'd be shocked at how many questions I get. Like, what's that blue dot? Like, what are you thinking? It's the rakes sitting there. We'll paint for spray like around bunkers. What didn't get sprayed? Like, throw some blue paint out. Are we supposed to take free relief? I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, the blue paint on the bunkers? Are they under repair? I'm like, no, it's just a paint line for the irrigation. Yeah. Or like in front of the uh, approach where, pass. like, yeah, they approach like, hey, fairway, stop here. Hey, what's the red line? <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. Dude, you just can't play hit the game. It. Just play you, the game. You can't hit it past that. Oh, yeah. You just, it's it's two after that. You yeah. pick up from there. Frank was all confused. He took relief. Out of the bunker? <laughs> The perfectly right. No, bunker. perfectly right in the approach. He just passed the yeah. red line. He wrote, added two strokes and yeah. moved along. <laughs> took a two shot penalty. <laughs> hmm. Fucking kidding me. There was another question I wanted to ask you, Peter. Oh, uh, oh yeah. The canyon. Did you like the um, changes? I did. I did. The only one I loved the moving of bunkers, combining them. Um, Stuff like that. Every, everything I love. The new tees were A+. Plus. The new tees on um, 5 made a big difference. Um, obviously, 17 and 18 completely 16. changed the holes. 16 was huge. I mean, yeah, cutting into that hillside and then raising all the tees. I mean, that completely changed the hole. You obviously you um, played the orange one, right? That, yeah. That yeah. was at street level. On a six foot long, seven foot long by three foot wide, four foot, sorry, four foot wide uh, tee box in the furthest back right left hand corner. Yeah. Like I was trying to give perspective to those guys and they were like, holy shit. So, yeah. Glad you and, liked and it. All the love, and all the leveling. I mean, right. you could tell that. Yeah. Because I remember. All you know, of them. Yep. Yep. So, and the only hole I thought was a little odd, which I, I'm not sure it was 11, you know, that's a tough hole in the way that you oriented the greenside bunkers where the 
the left one's a front left and the and the right one's a back right where you know a normal golfer doesn't over hit uh, a slice and he doesn't under hit uh, a draw okay. you know what I mean that was the only one I thought was a little weird and you know what that group brings up great conversation so that front right one the plan is to the front sorry the front left one the front left one has that weird little mound the plan of putting it there was in the that in two years we redo some of these green complexes and just expand the greens where we need to expand them and that side would be dropped and tied in closer to the bunker it's like eight feet wide from the bunker to the green we're going to get them all to six feet so we're going to lower that hill same thing on that yeah. back uh, right hand one is to lower the hill and add a pin placement back there. Yeah. So then, so we basically built those two bunkers for the upcoming in two years. So you're not tearing everything up. Gotcha. While we're in there doing bunkers, we place them there in the anticipation that we're going to expand the front, the front right <clears throat> of the green where the bunker used to be. The back right of the green will flatten that thing out so we'll get a little bit more of a pin location. And same thing on the front left is to drop that hill and tie it closer into the bunker, which would expand that little flat spot. So it's it's interesting that you brought that up because there's a plan to that. When when did that course open? Was it 60 or 70? uh, 71. Okay. You could definitely tell, you know, like when when – Courses get restored that were built in the 1920s or 30s. They always lower every, you know, they lower the greenside bunkers and then they redo the greens to get rid of the sand splash buildup on the edges of the greens. And you can already feel that at your place where all the all the bunkers leading, you know what I'm talking about, like the bunker to collar to green edge. You're losing pin location in that area because it's all you have that little hump. Right. That's kind of creating that that uh, tougher area to to um, you know control shots around. In the front of number eight, used to be a bunker. So there used to be one on left, right, and center when I first started there. So the front of that green has a huge barrier of drainage. You know, there's a big hump in the front in the approach, and that's due to the buildup from the old bunker. Gotcha. So we just filled that in years. You know, my first year there, we just filled it in. Didn't really go into cutting out the front of the green. Holy <laughs> shit! I just almost, I almost threw up. Holy fuck! That sounded like a throw up. It's like reaching out my hand like my kid catch vomit. <laughs> Holy like, shit! Good thing I have a bib on. Jesus Christ! Christmas. So yeah, the front of that has. That all that build up. So those are all things we sat down with uh, Gary the other day, like I said, and had uh, talk about the driving range, talk about the putting green. Um, Going to expand the putting green to about 12,000 square feet. It's at 1,600 square feet right now. Uh, how, how quick do you run through your driving range tee? I mean, every time I go there, I know we hit off the mats, but it's like every time I look at your tee, I'm always shocked at how small it is. I mean, that takes... What two weeks? It's uh no, it's way more than that, and it's tight, ridiculous spacing. So, we treat that thing as a warm up area, not a driving range, which are two big differences. Like you're just looking for a little patch of grass, so we beat it to nothing, and then top dress and seed, you know, through season, right yeah. immediately after it. Like that's kind of a 
pretty busy job. Then our Dan, you and our, Dan, yeah, but our Dan, <laughs> yeah, Dan's so is, is is crazy small too. But we also have a new demographic coming out there. It's the younger guy. You know, the weekend yeah, today was full, so we have yeah. to start them on mats simply because we want them to just step off the front and hit driver. If we put them on that lower half, then the lady at the end of the driving range, I mean, she just hears, you know, the College World Series ping, and she's got her head out the window. Who's hitting those? Yeah. That, you know, you saw the signs that probably said irons only. And that's just kind of like a fucking we're covering our ass. You know, so the redo of the driving range gets brand new mats, the good ones that you can put the T into. Uh, you can pick them up and rotate them. They're good, bouncy surface, and it's got the rough little patch in between them. That's going to go all the way back to the car path, so the car path won't even get you over there. You have to walk across the street. Gotcha. Um, yeah. And that extends that way back, and that way you can hit driver right off the mat. And we realize that we're going to have to be, you know, if we want to keep moving forward with the growth of the game and be the young guys, you know, or get the young guys to come out there, um, we got to make that thing somewhat accessible and um, inviting. So we changed that and we changed the putting green. Now everybody walks there and goes, man, this is fucking, this is awesome. You know, uh, got a great putting surface and a big giant spot. And you put two groups on there and you're just fucking rubbing elbows right now. Yeah. It's not a warm-up area. And we'll... When it's designed, it'll kind of be everything close to the parking area and staging area will be kind of a flat deal like the golf courses. And then maybe like my my vision is maybe a little hump that kind of separates a couple little other quadrants of the green. So it's kind of fun down towards 18, but you're just warming up 10 feet onto it. Yeah. No old goats walking fucking as far as they have to. And then we turn it into a putting course. The other yeah, side. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be great. Yeah, my my place, if, if you remember, we have the big putting green that you drive to before you get to the first tee, and there used to be a chipping green on the right side of the cart path, but when they built the homes there, Shay, you know, has some rule. It's got to be 30, whatever, 30 feet away from anyone hitting chip shots. So they completely plowed over the chipping green. So now, you know, I have a chipping green and a putting green at the back of the range for the members but, you know, I have to split my putting green to, you know, three quarters putting, a quarter chipping for the public, which I, you know, I hate that. I have snakes going yeah. down the middle of it. Yeah, no it way. That shouldn't be yeah. happening, right? No, like, I hate you, that. Look. Hey, if it happens, it happens. But you're not setting up for that. Like you're, hey, come in laser balls off the other group's forehead. Yeah. Is what so you're like, setting I, up for. I, I mentioned to the GM, I was like, hey, man, what if I, like, you know, spent this summer building, like, a little, you know, I'll just do a little push-up green on the right side of this car path again and make a chipping area on the right side over here so we could just have this be solely chipping and then the other side be a putting green. He's like, oh, well, the whole reason they did that was, you know, they didn't want guys chipping balls in, the, you know, someone's backyard right there. So I'm, I'm stuck with the, the setup we have, which, like I said, I hate, but it is what it is, so... I mean, like, you know, you're, you're, a, Dan doesn't have to work. My place, everyone that lives in the village of Estancia, if they're bored at two o'clock in the afternoon, they just pull into the parking lot, come out, oh, I'm going to putt and chip for an hour. So, I mean, that putting green just gets 
hammered. Well, you have that, don't you? Oh, yeah. You have, yeah, yeah Dan we has those greens right off the street. Dan has the greens that are off the street. Oh, that's that's true. Driven that's true. Time. Plus, it's a <laughs> yeah. golf cart community, so they just wheel in and mm-hmm. park their cart. Yeah, that's right, true. Right by yeah. the pickleball courts and fucking onto the green. Just... Have there been any talks to redo your driving range, Dan, or is it just it is what it is? No, there's nowhere to go. Yeah, there's, there's yeah. space limited. Same as mine. Yeah, you know, the they don't want they don't want big old nets up around. No, you see where my shop is, Peter. Like I, I got no room to go anywhere. Yeah, the um, and also yeah, they we can't put nets. I mean the the difference between a six foot net to catch the ground balls is what what we have around our range, um, and then anything over six feet get brings in engineers and all sorts of per, like it. The permit is now to another level. And you're oh, being checked sure. on all the yeah. time. Yeah, and then the cost of those things are fucking insane. Yep. A lot. Yeah, a lot of money. Insane yeah. amounts of money. Well, Peter, we're going to move on. We're going to close this all thing right. out. Thanks for joining us. You're on here for a while. Thank 100th you. episode, Peter will be in studio crushing five beers yes, that he has to somehow <laughs> review. And then a shot of our pick of Chucky's bourbon that he brought yep. over. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Sounds good. We'll talk right, to you. Peter. Thanks, Thanks buddy. Later. Later. Right. Have a good one. Later. Um, one thing I wanted to ask you about is continue to talk about our jobs a little bit. You close White Wing. Oh, sorry, Quail. Well, Quail Monday. is done Monday. Um, White for how long? Three weeks. Five. Oh, five weeks. All right. I think I feel like I ask you all the time. Fuck three weeks. No, it's five, 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 five overseas. Um, feeling good about it compared to the last time that we played, or you're like you're seeing a little bit more Bermuda, you're seeing the things move a little bit. You try and it's the same. Just oh, you know there. what it is is uh, the fact so we that did it's been revolver, 56 degrees at night. Revolver, fur, revolver, fur. Skip the last revolver because the fur kicked in in the ryegrass on nine through eighteen. It hit. It. So oh, we spray revolver again. Here so. we go. I sprayed, um, this podcast is brought to you by Southwest Turf Support. Southwest Turf Support, you can buy Guru Turf Colorant. I sprayed three ounces of fucking Revolver and a gallon and a third of Guru Turf Colorant just to see if I can hide it. We're going to have to fill you in in the next week or two on what that is. But right now, painted what I had out there. It's like fuck. Why didn't I do this? Yeah. I mean, fuck. We could. I'm not kidding you. Another ten, twenty dollars around. It looks that good. Really? Oh, it looks. It was like all right. That hid half of those spots that were just they transitioned, or their heavy uh, poa. Yeah. So the poa is like, uh oh, this heat is not good. It turns yellow. So it looks like a dry spot. So you're beep, 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 you're bing off the radio, and then you go driving by, and you're like, oh, thanks, I just fed all of that, all the <laughs> extra water that it needed. That was smart, <laughs> right? So, but I think it kind of colored that, and the ryegrass looks green as shit. Yeah. Um, but we'll see what happens in the next three days. I got three more holes, four more holes to go. Uh, did a whole shitload of them today. So takes about two weeks to know what that revolver did. Right, Let but we're going to hit 100 this know, weekend, it's so be great. it might be, be kind of perfect, and I yeah. hope that it there's enough Bermuda under there that I painted. That yeah. was the whole goal. Let's yeah. paint the Bermuda or paint the dying leaf. That's going to be mowed off probably 
my goal is maybe Monday it stops growing. So the next cut is like, oh, something was sprayed here. Wednesday, maybe we don't have to mow. And then it starts turning color. But if the paint is already on there, we've primered that thing. Yeah. That's the goal here. So I'll report back and we'll be paid for by our next sponsor, Guru Turf Coloring. Nah. Go get it at Southwest Turf Support. Along with all your tines from JRM Incorporated. Got that's coming up. Uh, you are going to bang holes Monday. Monday. We're going. Ooh, fuck. Deep time. And running the fucking little. cores. And running the vacuum right over it. Yeah. But again, I'm closed for five weeks. So you can run the back over it. Uh, Verticut and fairways running the. So we'll probably. So Monday we'll send the deep tines out on the greens. Pull cores behind that. Uh, Probably run the aggravator on the fairways and just run that out on all the fairways. and, And then we'll pull cores on fairways after that tease approaches and then the sand master will go on top of that jesus full system, all systems go we gotta beat the shit out of the place um you full staff still yes and we're getting we're gonna overstaff and it's gonna be awesome oh man i uh i need help so if you're too overstaffed right. send me we'll talk send me a guy yeah we'll talk offline um i got one that's gonna go part-time another one that's uh she's probably gonna have a little baby soon yeah um then another one that is gonna leave bob my old time uh part-timer he's uh leaving he goes on vacation and he's a retired dude so he's like, hey man i'm going on vacation no fucking problem thank yeah. you for every day that you show up there um so he goes june and august he'll be gone but he'll be here july so we're losing that body that's a fairway guy yeah so Let's keep spraying it and not get it to grow. So maybe I just send one fairway guy and he just goes, but that's the automated mower guy. Where is that dude? I'll Um, let you know. So moving on to your other golf course, what you found out about spraying uh, white wing, oh, sorry, quail earlier, how will you plan ahead spraying this one? You have not at all yet. I'll probably go full rate two weeks before we close. Okay. Just to keep it good for the members. I mean, we got so many and so many new members. That's what I'm saying. I didn't know if you would go kind of that three ounce now and see what happens. I think on 18 holes, I go with the approach I went with on quail. You got to eat it early, right? And then it's the transition is going to be way better. I think Mm. think I'm better in September, you know, July, August, September than letting it carry on, which is different than public golf. Like you want to capture all you can in July, June, July. Then you get sick of it and you're like, fuck it. I'm out of here, right? If I can be good those months and then build a good Bermuda grace or Bermuda base late for overseed, good. Um, Since I'm 36, I can let that kind of go knowing that it doesn't even close until late in June. And then July and August are the best times to transition. Anyway, typically here, we finally get the monsoons, the humidity's up, and shit's taken off. So the transition's going to be better over there. Right. Right. So I can transition quail now to have it ready for when we open in five weeks and then let let white wing kind of do its thing. Keep it nice for the members. Let the, you know, spray out two weeks prior to closure. Right. So when we're closing, it's fine. Keep it dead. firm and fast. Yeah. You know, and then just, so that's the plan. But you hope, I don't know. How do you look at the water situation? Are you overwatering it still, or are you just keeping a good golf course? Keep them. It's probably overwatered to keep the rye, the ryegrass alive and keep the Bermuda get going. Right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. You can tell areas like perimeters, 
that mm -hmm. haven't they run every third day in the summer or in the winter for five minutes that head's been stuck obviously you know because yeah. that's now greened up and the rest of it around it's not but you wouldn't catch that in the winter because it's brown so now that's where the eyesores are like all right that perimeter's head's been stuck but for who knows how long right you know so that's kind of what we're catching up on that's the fucking battle Let's close this thing out. All right, man. I think I'm all done. Uh, Celtics, come on, you motherfuckers. I <laughs> and swear bees, to God. Right? And bees, right? And bees. Two game bees. sevens. Yeah. And Two game sevens. Come on, Liverpool on Saturday. We'll tell you all about that later because you'll be fucking listening to this after this. But hopefully yep. the bees and the seas move on. If not, it's going to be a long summer because the fucking Red Sox. So do the Cubbies. Thank Stank. I wanted so in on baseball this year. I wanted so in. And they're like fucking they're the 11 and 17. They're fucking horrible. The Cubs are trash, too. Fuck. Later. Stay pissed, everybody. See you guys. Love you, man.